audio, and again, listen to that. Silence. It's quiet. I can't help but be very happy with this. The problem is, is that it signifies that something is not right. Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky, and uh, this here is my audio, uh, daily audio digest. I publish this weekdays, Monday to Friday, uh, and I uh, post this up on my website, uh, also on uh, Spotify, other streaming platforms, and I also, I have been live streaming, but um, given the current issues, which has been observed that, uh, I mentioned this yesterday, that uh, some of the connection issues that we have sometimes uh, are seem to happen very conveniently around U.S. American holidays. And since uh, Thanksgiving is coming up uh, November 20... It's tomorrow, November 24th, that, uh, yeah, there seems to be some issues connecting uh, to the outside world. Now, what exactly is going on? No idea. Um, We can only speculate, of course. Uh, We are small people. Who knows the real answer? Well, I'm, who knows? Anyway, the fact of the matter is difficult sometimes to publish. So as a result, uh, my live streams, I've actually been thinking that um, uh, what I might do is uh, I have created another channel for this this blog on YouTube. And I was thinking, well, I was kind of hesitant about publishing it on a separate channel because it's one more channel to look after. Um uh, but I'm currently publishing it on my main channel, which is the channel that I've just published everything. And I'm looking at this going, if anyone were to stop by this channel, it really is all over the place. Um, it's sort of hard to tell uh, exactly what I do. Not that, that it's a big issue. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a huge problem. It's just that you stop by and go, where do you start? Right? Should I separate? Should I... Uh, sort of segregate each theme into a, its separate channel. So the, the the channels would be along the lines of my main travel vlog, which is this raw videos that I've taken over the years, the the audio blog, which is what this is. Uh, then should I have a language vlog, which is what I've uh, I I have been working on as well. Haven't posted anything. Um, or, sorry, I haven't published anything. I've uploaded some of the videos and this is uh, I've started a new sort of ESL podcast uh, or an English an ESL industry podcast it is targeted towards ESL learners but um, I am working with another uh, compadre uh, to develop some uh, videos and uh, podcast uh, content uh, podcast uh, listening materials uh, informational in- uh, materials that uh, people might find uh, good to listen to while they're on the on the on the go sort of thing. So I'm working on that. So that's three channels. The fourth channel would be my big podcast, which uh, I did just episode, <clears throat> I did just record episode number 35 yesterday, uh, and that will be up within the week or so. And so that's what four channels already that um, I'm I'm looking after. Uh, three different podcasts, uh, I guess, so along those lines. Um, yeah, I, I can't help but kind of think like, uh, could I consolidate it? Should I consolidate it? Or is it time to separate some of these things out? Like, is that sort of where uh, it's uh, gotten to in terms of 
the amount of stuff that I'm producing and creating uh, almost on a daily basis, I'll tell you, because the audio blog is daily, the ESL uh, material material is, that's about weekly, I guess, Um, big podcast, probably once a month, right, and then the travel vlog, well, I've, I should upload more, um, because I really do like having that sort of uh, trail, that uh, the the video the raw video footage of the different places I've been um, the original idea of that travel vlog where we're putting stuff on YouTube was actually to preserve uh, some of the videos uh, some of the better videos should my stuff get stolen right so it was like cloud access uh, and uh, that way I could have a backup somewhere in the cloud that wasn't file based but that was video based so it wasn't like oh I could find my file somewhere else because uploading files and uploading videos although the bandwidth can be similar you can't always view the files right like if you upload them to Dropbox it costs a lot more as well um, and I wasn't looking to upload everything now that sort of changed over time I'm, th- I'm starting to think like how much of this stuff is publishable how much of this stuff do I want to publish and how much of the stuff can I actually upload and publish? So it's it's sort of in that way. Uh, so all that being said, four or five channels on YouTube, I mean, gets a little bit complicated. <laughs> uh, luckily, like Chrome and even Safari, like a lot of these, the modern day, if this was back five years ago, even 10 years, 10 years ago was, was even worse. Five years ago isn't so bad. Um these browsers they enable you to have different profiles which is very nice and very convenient because it does uh, save a lot of the information for you now that does expose you to uh, like security issues right so if someone were to hack my system um, or if someone took my system they'd have access to all this stuff which is a huge issue um, now luckily my where I live is kind of secure ish um, and I say ish only because like uh, it's not like the uh, the Chinese Bawan who's never traveled and lived over anywhere and basically is more uh, cordial towards foreigners than he is to most uh, non-familiar Chinese faces uh, that uh, you know, he would never suspect anything, right? Uh, I would hope that if someone uh, on my floor saw that my apartment door was open and it was being, I don't know, moved, um, all the stuff was being moved, that maybe they might raise a flag or something. But honestly, the the sad fact of the matter of being an expat, especially not, I mean, I know some of my neighbors, I know a few of them, but uh, it's, especially now, with that silence, I don't think anyone's checking anything. Uh, and to tell you the truth, I'm not even sure, like, I know when uh, in Canada, a lot of ransacking, uh, um, breaking enters, B&Es were happening uh, because some houses were left unattended or whatever it was, some places. So it was a bit of an issue. Was it was it the houses or was it the stores? I can't remember exactly. Uh, but that was an issue where people were sort of um, taking advantage of the opportunity. And this is a, a very real situation for us expats, especially if there's, if your your language isn't as good uh, that it needs to be to discuss things with the police, uh, where you need that sort of you, either your girlfriend or a neighbor or someone or a colleague to come help you. But uh, then, I mean, there, if you've ever seen or heard a meeting between a Chinese person and the police, like 
your girlfriend and the police. It is a string of like, what did they say? Why are they saying that? It is a string of stuff that seems so superfluous to the issue at hand that you're kind of like, we didn't need to come here for this. We could have made a statement and left. Uh, are you going to help us or not? But there's such a a vetting, a, a verbal vetting that goes on that, especially if you don't know the language, you stand there, not sit, you stand there and go, what are they talking about? Like, shit got stolen. Like, now we start filing a police report. We start taking some details. But before that even happens, there is a long prelude. Anyway, hopefully it doesn't happen. Pay, 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 pay. Uh, that, uh, you know, all uh, continues to be pretty good and everything. Not not like there's very much to steal. I mean, I try to, uh, as much as I talk about technology, I, I honestly... There's not too much that people couldn't just get on their own for probably cheaper, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, they uh, probably might fetch a pretty penny for some of this stuff, but there's not a whole lot, really. And especially uh, uh, with some of the stuff getting older, which is why I've been talking about uh, uh, upgrading some of the stuff. But yeah, it is a concern. It is a, a, uh, certainly a, uh, a safety hazard uh, to not just talk about it, but to have it around. Uh, given the fact that uh, security, it's it's no one. It's not like if someone saw a van pull up to a house in your hometown, you know, and and you see two people wandering, going back and forth between the house and the van, and you're not around. Like they don't, you don't see the familiar person. There's none of that here, right? There's really none of that. To be fair, uh, to get into the place, I mean especially now with the QR codes, you do have to put up with the screaming of the Bawan. They will they will shame you until you scan the QR code. So you are marked. And as far as I know, like that stuff does get registered somewhere. And especially um, like someone who would have that sort of eye of doing that sort of thing, you know, you're, you're probably thinking that uh, they don't want to be on any records. <laughs> uh, so that, that, that would sort of be... That's something that helps me sleep at night. Um, then again, you don't see too many shady people uh, going around. All the delivery guys are tracked anyway. They're QR code tracked and everything. Uh, so it would be the only people that seem to get in here from time to time are these spa card girls or guys or whoever. And I'm, no doubt if you've lived in China, you've seen these. So what happens? <clears throat> One of the things that happens, um, you'll wake up in the morning or, or you'll hear like foot shuffling and you'll hear like a bit of a, like that, you know, just like that, right? Where there's a, uh, just a brush and you'll hear that a few times and you'll hear footsteps and there'll be very quick footsteps. <clears throat> you won't think anything of it because it, with the delivery guys going back and forth, um, with neighbors slamming their doors and everything and making a fuss about whatever, uh, or not making a fuss, just being very quiet and slamming doors anyway. Um, you won't, it won't really register as sort of anything to be really concerned about. Then you open your door and this little spa card and spa, like S-P-A, a spa, like a sauna spa. Now these are the special spas. These are the special spas that if you called them from and sent them to your address and you, you gave them your address, 
I think that's when you become a target. <laughs> that's when, oh, they would for sure certain, uh, send someone over. Uh, that person may or may not be accompanied by someone else. That person may or may not have someone come pick them up later. That person may or may not record where you live, take stock of what you have, and send some, I don't know, quote-unquote cleaners to go clean out your apartment. <laughs> so uh, you, you do kind of have to be careful with those uh, those cards. I hope you guys aren't calling them. <laughs> I just, don't give them your address. Whatever you do, do not give them your address. You are asking for trouble if that's what you're doing. Um, if you are uh, calling those numbers, may I suggest a uh, third-party site or go to their place? Even then, honestly, you never know what they're going to do. Whether the uh, the gang member jumps out of the closet afterwards and threatens you, and then the cop, the, the cops, quote unquote, cops show up or something like that. These stories have happened. Um, you don't hear them happening too much anymore, thankfully. Uh, but that might be because uh, the number of foreigners to be taken had of uh, to to be taken care of uh, is far less than it used to be. On on the same token, people aren't able to move around as much anyway. All right, so. Enough of the uh, the fun stuff of living in China and everything. Uh, so it was Wednesday. Um, typically, I do two workouts. I was thinking actually uh, of uh, changing this up. I got I was very still stiff this morning, and I was thinking like, what? Okay, why am I stiff? Uh, and despite yesterday's sort of scare of being locked down, not locked down, we were locked down for seven hours, right? Like, that we couldn't leave the tower block, and by eight thirty nine o'clock, we were able to leave again. So not a big issue at all. Uh, but even still, I was thinking like, okay, what did I do? What, what this morning I was thinking, what didn't I do yesterday that is that I'm still sore from Monday's workout? I didn't stretch. I didn't do my mobility stuff. So yesterday morning I sat down and I started reading this Delta stuff because I only have two more weeks until my test. Like December 7th is the, uh, the, uh, the deadline. And, uh, I do want to focus on that for the next couple of weeks, but, um, I was, I was like, oh, I do not want to go do these high intensity workouts in the morning. I'm, I'm, I, I think I've got, it may be that I've just gotten tired uh, of doing it. That has become so uh, monotonous, uh, too much of a challenge, and it's cold outside. I'm going. I do not want to have to sweat against the cold. Like to put that in perspective, it's like there's one thing to say, "Oh, you'll warm up." It's like yes, but then you also cool down very quickly in between your sets, and that to me, just kind of seems like a bad idea, to tell you the truth. It's not like running a marathon or something where you're constantly going um, and your body temperature maintains this uh, sort of, you, you hit a body temperature and you maintain that throughout. Uh, or even like an, a, a gym, once you warm up, the, the gym sort of, even though it can be cool, it's not cold. Outside, like, and I'll tell you, this, this is a, a fight for me because I don't want to sissy out I don't want to tap out but at the same time I'm going is there anything else I could do right is there any other way I could sort of address uh, these morning workouts do I buy more clothes do I get some indoor equipment I was thinking about working out inside and then it sort of struck me I'm like well what if I reversed the workouts so before in the morning I was doing these high-intensity workouts, medicine ball skipping and stuff like that. Um, the the Murph is on Fridays. I do a lot of running in the morning, and I, I'm usually doing this fasted. And this might contrib- this might have been a contributing factor to me not having energy this morning. Is that yesterday, with the spook of possibly we're being locked down, had a smaller dinner, 
So did I not have as much energy? So here's another situation. Could I just have a meal, like I have a banana or a glass of milk before I go for my workout? And that way I would have the, the energy. That way the, the workout wouldn't be fasted as is what I've been doing for the last know, six months already, having fasted workouts. Or do I switch the workouts, take the slower, uh, I was doing weights, but what if I did like mobility, slow weights, light weights in the morning? And then in the afternoon, I went back to doing these high-intensity uh, workouts. And I have to think back to, like, why was I starting to do morning workouts in the first place? One of the reasons was uh, as a time saver, because when I was commuting to and from work, like getting even getting on the bike, but dealing with traffic, going to work, and then coming back specifically, and being locked into a certain time period that that, that could happen, that was one of the reasons I went to morning workouts was to give me more time in the afternoon. Now that that has changed, and it's been different for quite a few months already, but now that I am able to gauge my own time a little bit better, and the switch, the transition, the turnover from work workspace to workout space is a lot shorter, and there's no very, very little interference, I'm thinking, well, this actually might, maybe this is an opportunity to change things up. And as I've complained about before, I don't want to get up when it's cold. Um, the apartment is warm. Uh, I could, instead of going for a run uh, and getting dressed up, I could do my uh, stretches instead, like some mobility stuff, make my coffee, uh, get ready for work and stuff like that. That way I'm still moving, but at the same time, you know, I'm not I'm not just sitting down, uh, but I'm not running. Like So I'm not burning the same amount of calories, uh, and I'm not going crazy intensity right away in the morning, which... You know, why not? Now in the afternoon, because I've been thinking about this, after work, after work sitting down or standing up, because I have a standing desk that I can I can shift positions with, which is fantastic, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm by no means like, oh, you have to be a standing desk people. Not at all. You, I, I do both because it, it works that way. Um, and with that, able to, at the end of the day, that is when I'm most like, okay, I got I to gotta get moving. But like, at that point, walking isn't even good enough. It's like, I got to move. I want to move. I got to get going. And one of the other reasons I kind of liked having um, morning workouts is because there weren't as many people moving around. Uh, now, as the winter settles in, it's getting dark. There aren't as many people shifting around, so it's a little bit easier to dodge people. And you don't have as many people looking at you as well when you're working out, especially like the crazy stuff that I'm doing with the uh, the medicine ball and everything. So it is sort of a concern that I do have. Uh, but uh, so I was thinking maybe maybe it's time just to, to switch it up, you know, put the, the high intensity stuff after work and move the slower stuff into the morning, do the mobility stuff, uh, nice and light, wake yourself up uh, sort of nice and easy rather than uh, trying to what I say, David Goggins, the entire thing, like just get going. The only reason why you're not running miles is because you're not running a mile right now, right? To, which I understand. I, it's not like I'm giving up working out. It's it's shifting to keep myself motivated and interested in keep on going sort of thing. And if that change helps to keep moving forward, then that's what I'm going to do. World Cup starts, but COVID cases. Are you watching? Um, uh, the World Cup, that is, not the COVID cases. Because, uh, oh, we got lo- um, April Gourmet got locked down again. So I couldn't get, 
Uh, luckily, I still have food from a couple days ago, uh, and uh, not sure when April Gray is going to be open. I think it's five days. If they've been shut, that means it's going to be probably plus five from today. So, what today's Wednesday? Probably Sunday they'll be open again. But who knows? <sighs> now there is a change that has happened in that I actually do know people who know people who have COVID. So the, the virus has gotten just a little bit closer. A couple of weeks ago, I was saying, I, 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 I haven't known anyone who's had COVID. I don't know anyone who knows anyone who's had COVID. That has changed in the last week. Magically, around U.S. Thanksgiving. Hmm. Anyway, won't dwell on that too much. World Cup, uh, apparently my TV does work. Uh, I turned it on today to flip to uh, CCTV, CCTV5 is uh, the channel that I have it on. And uh, it's Germany and Japan right now. Germany is up by one. Um, it's live. So maybe I'll start watching it now that I know that my TV actually works. But uh, not cheering for anyone. Uh, team that is um all right i'm gonna leave it there folks uh thanks for listening i appreciate it uh, i will talk about some of the delta reading that i've been doing uh tomorrow and then that way i can sort of discuss um <clears throat> some of the things that we esl um industry folk because i'm not really a teacher at this uh, like i'm a language consultant but it's sort of a, like a small way of saying i talk about languages but i don't teach people languages and i'm i'm okay with that and i think uh, a lot of things going forward um especially with my language vlog, I'm thinking it'd be better to ha create more materials for people to study languages on their own, particularly uh, English, because that's sort of what I'm working on here, but making that methodology sort of clear and available to a lot more people, I think, would be more beneficial than creating another grammar course, right? All right, folks. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephenserski.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Also, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, you can follow me there. And soon, uh, YouTube as well will have my uh, videos. Hope you guys are doing well. Get in touch if you have any questions, concerns, or comments. Love to hear from you. Until then, we will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.